Good afternoon, everybody. How are you today? Welcome to the latest edition of Drew Mini Alive. Nice to have you with us on this Tuesday, the 18th day of September, the year 2018. And of course, this is yours truly, Andrew L. Perry. Thank you, thank you for that warm applause. As always, coming to you live and at you from the busy streets, which is Brooklyn, New York, which is raining nonstop since this morning as I chat to you what is happening in the world of sports. We have plenty to do today, plenty to do, plenty of sports to do today, so let's get right to it. Let's we re, we'll talk about we'll preview the last time the Robert, baseball, the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Mets and the Phillies, and we'll we as the MLB season is going going down to the final going down to the wire. Most of the teams has been eliminated for playoff contention, and we're looking we look for we look forward to NHL preseason, which is already underway, and LeBron is starting his starting his, starting his practice with the Los Angeles Lakers, his new team. So we'll get to all that, but let's recap. The NFL recap the National Football League as um what a, after what happened last after what happened last week um what a NFL what what a NFL week we had what a week two we had um uh, let's start off with the New York teams as um it is very is very similar um well I, I, where you want to start the best, I don't know we I don't know where you could start we'll st- well, we'll start off with the team which is more concerning, and to me, that team is the New York Football Giants. And if the Giants gonna and the, the Giants, if the Giants gonna have Saquon Barkley involved in this, involved in your in your in your offense, the offensive line have got to do a better job than that. They offensive line have looked awful. Awful with a capital A, and I'm not exaggerating. They couldn't run the. They gave Sam Barkley had the most had most had the most touches, and they couldn't. He couldn't. And it's not Sam Barkley's fault. It's not San Juan Barkley's fault. But they couldn't. The offensive line couldn't even make a hole for him. It really could. Most of it is credit to the um, to the Cowboys defensive line. You know, I'm not taking anything away from them. And um, and another thing, Eli has to do, had to make better decisions. And had to make better decisions in the quarterback, in the quarterback. But you know, the Giants couldn't make it to the Giant. By the looks of it, the Giants couldn't make it. But the thing I wanted that really that's not what really jumps at me. What really really jumps at me most of all, they and lack of energy. I don't know about I don't know you I don't know about you folks, but when I saw that energy that Sunday night, I didn't like it at all. I don't like it at all. Even though they played, they for for a team that lose for a team that this is this is like a game against Jacksonville in my in my opinion, where they could have won, they could have they had a chance to make it interesting, but it was too, but by the time it was by the time of making a run, it was too little, too late. And let's stay with the offense, and let's stay with the offensive line. As far as far as the running game, again they have to do a better job than that. They uh, offensive line have got to make better holes for them. They gotta make they they have to do a better job. I I know I'm sound repetitive, but you know what? 
Saquon Barkley. You drafted. You basically drafted Jim Brown. You basically drafted Barry Sanders. And and if you're gonna if you're gonna do if you're gonna be be included in the offensive line and outside of Saquon Barkley, got to stop running, stop trying to dodge tackles, stop running to the side instead of running to the middle because all night. All night, as you can see, even when he catch the ball, he runs. He trying to run straight. He trying to run to the sideline instead of running straight up. And I wish he would have done. He would he would run up to run up more to the to the game to the game um to the game if you know what I mean. But for the most, but outside of that, they have to do again. Again, I don't the the Giants' offense has look. Uh, well, I don't know what else to say. It, 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 there's really no what else to say. They look awful. They really have. They look future awful, whatever you want to call it. They have in the last two games, Eli Manning has not has not played well. Let's be honest, he has not played well. And you, we could blame Pat Shermer, even though this is his first year, and I get to cut Pat Shermer in the second. Okay. Eli Manning got to do a better. Eli Manning has. I know he's not. Listen, he's not Peyton Manning. I understand that. I'm not asking him to do throw 300 yards. I'm not asking him to be. Um, I'm not asking him to throw the ball 300 billion times. Uh, but Eli Manning got to make better decisions as far as you don't have to throw it to Beckham all the time. Cause Be- one thing about Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. is gonna is gonna create is gonna create crowds. And when you, when you, when a player in that magnitude like Odell like Odell, you you gotta throw it to other wide receivers. And I understand other wide receivers gotta help him out too. There's there's no that's a fact. They gotta help him out too. But not only that, I see Eli Manning a couple of times miss miss guys who was wide open. He did, and don't tell me that's not true. Eli Manning gotta do a much better job. Uh, making quarterback and making better decisions. He's been in the league long enough. He may not be the franchise player anymore, but he got a he, he got a, he, he as the quarterback of the of the of the New York Football Giants. This is on as 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 a as an upgrade from what ha- for what happened last year with Ben McIndoo. This is unacceptable. And I know this is the Cowboys, and everything got to give, okay? And I, I I know the Cowboys. The Cowboys' defense, I'm not taking anything away. The, de- the defense did a superb job. But you know what? But you know what? Again, the off the offense got to pick it up a little bit, and especially against the Texans, who's, especially against the Texans. And even though the Texans is not as – the Texans are not good as the Cowboys, but they are better. And – JJ Watt, Clowney, they're going. Those boys are going to come after you. They're going to come after you. So the offensive line, Flowers, Hernandez, Flowers, Hernandez, they got to, they got to, they got to pick it up. They really have. Sanquan, um, Sanquan Barkley is Sanquan Barkley should have at least eighty yards. He haven't had a. I understand he haven't had a one hundred yard gain yet. But he, but the running game has to pick it up. The Giants haven't had a running game in a long time. But how do you expect San Barkley to have a better running game if the if the offensive line don't make create holes for him? 
The Giants, the Giants, it's the same offensive line we've seen last year. It really is. There's no way, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And as far as the coaching, the coaching got to be good. The coaching got to be aggressive. Fourth and inches. Fourth and inches. Why would you? You went. For, why would you go for it on fourth and inches? You punt the football. You punt the football. When it's fourth and inches. Listen, I understand you can't go on your own. You can't go for it on your own twenty. On on a, on a, on a early in the game, but I'm sorry to go for the first down, and you're that close fourth and inches. I'm sorry, you gotta go. You gotta take a chance. You gotta go for it. You really have. You drafted Sanquan Barkley for a reason. You up. You spend your whole entire money on the offensive line. Why not take that chance? That move made no sense to me. I understand this is not the play. I know. I understand this is not the playoffs. I, this is the. This is play. You're playing the Dallas Cowboys. You got to take a chance. I've seen a lot of plays that's really unacceptable. Really have. Awful, putrid, whatever. It's still bad. Either way. And I, and for a second, I was a fool to throw, oh, the Giants could have made it interesting. They, and they could. They could have made it interesting. But it was too little too late. And again, and again, Ingram was the best. Uh, Ingram outside of outside of Odell had a solid had a solid game. He really had. There's no way around it. But again, Eli Manning, you won two Super Bowls. I know you're I know you're a better quarterback. I know I know you could, I know you got a good arm. I know he's a heck of a quarterback. He still is. He's not Peyton, he's not Aaron Rodgers. But he's damn good. He's damn good enough. And Eli Manning has to do. Uh, Eli Manning, as far as had to make better decisions for make decisions, make better decisions. You create. I seen you can't. You can't continue to keep miss, missing guys. You really can't. To time after time again, we see Peyton Man, uh, Eli Manning missing guys who was wide open, wide open. This can't continue. Otherwise, we want to see the same thing we be seeing since the Giants made the playoffs in 2015. The same thing. Before the Green Bay Packers, before the Green the Wild Card, the Wild Card debacle at Green Bay, and we all know what happened. And by the looks of the, by the looks of things. What we've seen in the past two weeks is the same old is the same old stuff from the New York football giants. And it seems like nothing is gonna change anytime soon. Nothing. And the schedule it does not help either. Now as far as now as far as the New York Jets is concerned, um you like you I, I like what I see from Sam Donald. I like 
I like his toughness. I didn't love him when he was at USC. I have to admit, I didn't love him when I was at USC. But if I was a Jets fan, you got to like what you see. You really have. I haven't said all that. I haven't said all that. The penalties have to stop. The problem with the Jets for the past couple of years, in my eyes, the Jets have uh, the Jets has been very undisciplined, very undisciplined. I know the Dolphins, and I'll get to the Dolphins in a minute. I get to the Dolphins in a minute. The Jets, the the Jets defense had a, had had its moment. Had Jets defense had its moments against against the Dolphins last last Sunday, last. Last Sunday, they really did. They finally turned the ball over. They finally turned the ball over, and um, the offense they didn't really do nothing until the second half. The momentum shift, but they what the Jets do, what they normally do, normally do is they they don't take advantage of momentums. And in the result, we saw we saw the same damn thing we see from the Jets. All the time, they play great. They 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 they, they pump their chest. They gas up. They they gas each other's heads. And what happened the next game? They lay a freaking egg. That's what we see from the Jets all the damn time. All the time. And what we saw on Sunday was no exception. As a you want me to? Come, I'm gonna. You could say. You want to say it's a disgrace? Go right ahead. But if you're a Jets fan or a football fan for that matter, or a New York fan for that matter, you've seen this story. You've seen this story a playoff a bunch of times, and it doesn't get really old. It really doesn't. Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill, to me, is. He's a, he's an okay quarterback, but Ryan Tannehill has have been in the league for the last three or four years, and he have proved a damn thing. Yeah, of course he have talent. He has talent, and, and you know what really strikes me about this the Miami Dolphins? They have the fastest wide receiver. They have the fastest running back and the fastest wide receiver in the National Football League as we speak. So this, so it should be no excuse. It should be is really unacceptable and no excuse for having the worst offense in the National Football League, even though they're not saying, even though they're not saying that right now. But the but the, the but what I see for the Dolphins, you know, even though they two and zero, two and Excuse me, I don't know what their schedule is right now, but. The, the 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 Dolphins should be should be at least a wild card team. Cause let's face it, they're not playing. They're not passing New England. So is the Jets. See who's passing, really passing New England? Passing New England. I don't care how old they are. They I don't care what what players they let go and stuff like that. The the Patriots always gets better and better and better because they have one, two they have they have two factors. Tom Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, mostly Bill Belichick. And when you have a coach, we have a coach 
who's who's driven, who's driven to win never stops. I tell you. I tell you. The Patriots the Patriots gonna have that division wrapped up for a long time. Just like the Cowboys did, just like the Steelers did, just like the Dolphins for a while in the seventies and eighties. And Buffalo to some to, to Buffalo. Even though the Buffalo didn't win no Super Bowls, but we, we know all the story. But back to this game. The Giants and the Jets, the Jets had a chance to come back in this game. If they wouldn't, it wouldn't stop. It wouldn't if they wouldn't stop shooting themselves in the foot. And if the wide receivers stop dropping balls, the tight end is their best is their best receiver, obviously. But I see so, uh, and I see, and Sam Donald could 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 make some uh, could make some throws. I, I I will say that, but that's not that's not either here or there. The wide receivers, the wide receivers, Robbie Anderson have to help the have to help the quarterback a lot more. Terrell Pryor had to help the quarterback a lot more, and kudos to Terrell Pryor for saying, you know what. Saying, so you know, you know what? It's on me. I screwed up. I should have catched the ball. Yeah, we could see that. And I respect. And I respect. And you own up to it. I commend you for it. I commend you for it. I really do. But again, when and down the future, down the future, as uh, for the future, for the future reference, the Jets have to. The offense really got to pick it up as well, and the offense, and at least with the Giants, at least they have a a running back. Even though he's a rookie, even though they have a running back, the Jets show they can have a running they can have a running game too. You know, I like their running back, the way the type of running back they have, and I'm not talking about Paul Powell, who's who's a Who's a Marshall? Who's a Marshall Falk type player in my in my in my opinion? But their running back number twenty. He's a he he's a solid he's a solid running back. He's a old school type running back. Running backs who who's just like a who's just like a ram or a bull, I should say, who will bulldoze you out of their way to get, and will fight for that first, fight for that first down. You know, and again, it all starts with the it all starts with the trenches. It all starts with the the line of scrimmage. Win games, wins or loss, in the line wins or lose, games or win or loss by the line of scrimmage. And when you win the line of scrimmage, you know you're going to win a lot of games. That's a fact. And the Jets have the Jets, even though they won and won, and Todd Bowles, and Todd Bowles, what can you say about Todd Bowles? Honestly, Todd Bowles to me is uh, 
I will say he's been at least I would, if I have to choose between Todd Bowles and Hugh Jackson at, at, at Cleveland, it's not even it's not even close. It's not even a debate. I think we all know the answer to that. And the Jets don't have the Jets have to have gotta have amnesia at some point and get ready to play Cleveland. And while we and that's was and while that's what's happening in in New York football right now in the New York local football right now, let's just go tippy tap around the NFL for a second if if that's okay. If that's okay. Cleveland. Cleveland was the uh, Cleveland. All they had to do. All they had to do is kick. All they had to do is do one job. It's had make a field goal. That's all they had to do. And you lose to the Saints. You lose to the Saints. To the Saints. Who's a by the way is still is still a good team. Oh, good team. But you lose to the Saints. And now you host the Jets. And something got to give. Something got to give. Now, now it, this is a story I that is really unheard of. The cornerback Vontae Vontae Davis decided to retire at halftime. What? <laughs> that is really mind. When you stop and think about it, that is really mind-boggling. How you retire at the how you retire during the game? To me, I, I I'm just lost for words for this. I really am. I really lost for words. I don't know how you decide. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna play anymore. I'm just gonna retire. I'm just gonna retire. <sighs> to me, you just, in my estimate, in my opinion, you are, you just spit in the face of people. Spit in the face of people who wants to play. Who wants to who who love to play this game of football. There's a there's. I would say 90, 95% of boys who want to grow up and be a football player. And you and and what you did just there in my eyes, you just spit you just spit in you just spit in all of their faces. That's basically what you did. And to me, and one of, and some of the players feel disrespected and rightfully so. Rightfully so. And to me, I feel like now more than ever, these NFL players are doing it for the money. They're not doing it for the love of the sport anymore. It's very, it's very rare that people will stay in this sport longer, stay in this sport longer for the love of the game. Not everybody's in love of the game. As long as they're getting paid, as long as they're getting paid, they don't really care about it, which is understandable, which you got families to feed and stuff like that. But that's not the point. The point is, you retired. You retired at halftime. 
I don't I don't know if he was serious or not and stuff like that. You know, I don't know what's the reason why he retired. We don't know why. We don't know why. Maybe maybe he maybe he had a epiphany in on the on the field. Or maybe he saw life flashes before his eyes. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. That we don't know heard no stories, none none of it. So we can't we can't speculate or what what could we say? Oh, he probably I don't know, he probably had a I don't know, probably he don't want to get hit anymore. Players who really love their game who really love the sport, who really love the game wouldn't really care. That is a f that is a fact. They wouldn't care. And you talk about a guy who loves the sport and who 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 wish they could have been a been a part of the sport and to you for you to retire at halftime. That that is really unheard of. That's really unheard of. Really unheard of. But um, let's get off of that. How about Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs two and zero. The Pittsburgh Steelers zero one and one, a tie, and their first loss of the of the season. On Patrick Mahomes, watch out for these Kansas City Chiefs. You think the Kansas City Chiefs was dangerous when when they had um Alex Smith? I think they more dangerous more than ever. I know it's only week two. I understand it's early in the season. A lot could change from September to November. Okay? A lot could change. But Kansas City is dangerous. And if you're defense, you're going to have a lot of trouble, especially with especially with Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Um, for uh, the um, Patrick Mahomes, like I said, there's a lot of weapons in now in our Kansas City offense. A lot of weapons, and they may they might go five and I could see them go five and zero. Oh. But that offense, believe it or not, remind me of the offense in Indianapolis back in back in Peyton Manning oh three, oh three oh. Oh three, right around there. Probably the best offense. Probably the Kansas City, the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, Indianapolis Colts. I will say are the two best offense I have seen out of all the years of watching football. Probably, probably, probably. But this year's Kansas City Chiefs is right up there. And as far as the Steelers, as far as the Steelers, Steelers defense, you you cannot like what you see if you're the, if you're the Steelers fan. Especially from their defense, you gave up forty-two. You allowed forty-two points in your own building against the Kansas City Chiefs. I know that, like I said, their offense is very. It's a uh, they are they their offense is a lot is a lot of handful. But this is a defense. This is supposed to be a defensive-minded team. This is this is supposed to be one of the strongest defense in the National Football League, and they're not. They're really not. 
And it hasn't been like that since, since Troy, Troy Ponomalo retired. When was the last time the Pittsburgh Steelers, which, even though after Troy Ponomalo retired, they have have a top defense since he since since he retired. And it's really really scary. It's really really scary. And I don't know where you go from here if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. I really don't. I really don't. But they gotta make. But defensively, they gotta shake. They, they gotta do something. It's Mike Tomlin. They gotta do something. Okay. They gotta do something. And can we? And, and I don't know what you do with Le'Veon Bell, but you know what. Give him, either you give him his contract or 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 let him go. That's a that that's the point you you're reaching at this point, you know. Mm. How about the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know. Do I believe the hype? No. I don't believe the hype, even though first we've seen this before with with Fitzpatrick, he 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 he'd be very impressive, very impressive, and lay an egg. So, I'm not I'm not buying. Give me at least five games, and then I'll tell you if I believe the hype or not. But uh, but other than that, I don't believe the hype from Tampa Bay yet. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. I'm not drinking the. I am not feeling the flavor. Just, just give me a couple of games. Just give me a couple of games, and uh, I go from there. Um, Oakland, Oakland, Oakland was this close for beating. Oakland was this close for beating the Rams last week, and the same thing happened. This week, against the hated rival, the Denver Broncos, and you paid John John Gruden came back. He haven't coached in over ten years. It's going to take some time. This is not the first, and I was thinking about it. This is not the first time. The Raiders have done this, ladies and gentlemen. They bring back a coach who led them to the playoff in Art Shell and how that worked out. Remember Art Shell? That didn't work out too well. So and this is the and this is a franchise, you know. These these days the Raiders just find ways to lose, and their offenses, they have talent on offense. They have, they still Armani Cooper, Devin Cook. They have Jordy Nelson. They have these offensive weapons, and Derek Carr is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. They don't they don't, to me they have to. Something got to happen. Something got to happen, really. You know, but this is the year I don't think the Raiders are going are gonna, to gonna make any noise anytime soon. I think you got to give it like a couple of years. You really do. You can't expect John Gruden to come 
You, John, remember, John Gruen has, has been in the broadcast for for almost 16 years. He haven't coached since 07. He haven't coached since 07. So you got to give him time to get his feet wet. You know, he's he's he's, he's not gonna come anytime soon. It really it really is not. So we gotta calm down. We gotta slow down and calm down for a second. We we really have, really have. You know. But I don't expect the Raiders to. I don't expect the Raiders to make any. Now, as I've seen the past two weeks, and I know I picked the Raiders to at least to win eight games, but I don't see that happening now. First of all, training Camille Mack will turn out to be the worst moves, one of the worst moves. And for a franchise who is legendary, this fran- the Raiders have made some dumb decisions in, the si- in, their his- in their history. They really have. They really have. And trading Cleo Mack was one of them. Because a type of player like Cleo Mack, you gotta you gotta make sure you keep him. You gotta do anything in your power to keep him. You just don't trade him because a coach have his alter ego. Who have a da- who have a coach a damn game in since 07, and now he gonna he gonna come and sh- try to shake up the team. <laughs> and look where the, and look with this Raiders team now, 0 two. Probably will be in last place. Probably. And speaking of the Bears, I don't know. Khalil Mack might be. I'm gonna tell you this. Khalil Mack is. Khalil Mack might be the best best linebacker I've seen in a long time. Uh, uh, the best defensive player, and I think he's better. Yeah, I gave him the hype with JJ Watt. JJ Watt. JJ Watt. JJ Watt is nowhere near the player Cleo Mack is. Nowhere. And this and this is exactly the bear, what the Bears need. And the Bears look, look like a better team now. The only thing the only thing is, and the Bears is always known as a. And I'm talking about for history, not right now. The Bears is always known for for a defense for a defensive unit. And look what they have now. Brian Arlacher, Mike Singletary. Speaking of Mike Singletary, that's what that's what Khalil Mack remind me of when when I watch him at home as a bear. Mike Singletary. And those of you who watch football in the eighties, y'all know who y'all know who Mike Singletary is. I don't have to tell y'all. But um, and the Seahawks, the reign of Seattle, is probably over. It's probably been over for a long time. Probably, because I don't see, I don't see, I don't see Seattle, I don't see Seattle, um, I don't see Seattle making any noise either. I don't, I don't. This is this, and after that Super Bowl. 
in Arizona against New England. That's when everything went downhill from there. Marshawn Lynch is gone. They let they traded um Richard Sherman. Cam Chancellor is away from the NFL. Jimmy Graham went to the Green Bay Packers. And many many other and Bennett went to the Philadelphia Eagles. Who on? They don't have the 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 weapons that make that make that make this Seattle see that make this format the Seattle Legion of Boom. And this is not the same defense we've seen. Mm-mm. This is not the same defense that won, that won that Super Bowl. Hmm. That was I don't know what to tell you, man. I really don't. And Seattle reign is over. So that's the story with the. That's what's happening in the NFL. The, as for the baseball, let's talk about baseball for a second. First with the New York, te- first with the New York teams, and um, we are two weeks away from the end of the regular season as the playoffs will kick in. In like I said, in two weeks, kicking in, in two weeks, and um, I gotta be honest. I don't like I don't, this Yankees team. They don't want for a team who win ninety wins, for a ninety win team, they are really unwatchable. Really are. There's nothing appealing to this Yankees outside of Aaron Judge. If if you don't see Aaron Judge, if um if you don't see Aaron Judge, this team is really hard to watch. You really are. I don't know what it is. Um, but they don't. They don't, there's no appeal to me as far as he, as far as he, as far as watches this Yankees team. Well, last year, the the Yankees team was unlikable until they got John Carlos Stanton. And speaking of John Carlos Stanton, John Carlos Stanton has not had a good September. Struck out 200 times. And we, and we, we knew this coming to the season that John Carlos Stanton is going to strike out a lot. We all aware of that. And he had his moments when he hit the ball down, he hits the ball farther and farther and farther. But we haven't seen anything that's nowhere close, nowhere. Same thing with um, Aaron Judge. Even though Aaron Judge is um, Aaron Judge is more disciplined on the. More, I would say, more discipline on the, on the plate. Even though he came, he came back, and faced the Red and going to face the Red Sox tonight, for a three game set. And the game don't really means absolutely nothing, because even though if the Yankees swept the Red Sox, the Yankees already going to the the Red Sox are going to clinch the division. The Red Sox are already had a hundred wins. They already clinched a playoff spot, so at this point, the, the the Red Sox are getting ready for getting ready for October, and that's what the Yankees should be doing, by the way. And the Yankees are, as far as we know, are inch away of losing. The the home they are one game back of the Oakland Athletics, and the Oakland Athletics have have creep on the Yankees and keep creeping and creeping, creeping, creeping. creeping. 
And honestly, the A's are a better team than the Yankees. They have a strong bullpen. Their offense is productive. They can run the. They can run. They they, they they have a very. They play a lot of small ball, which the Yankees don't. The Yankees don't play a lot of small ball. And picking up AJ McCutcheon doesn't really do. There doesn't really do nothing but replace Aaron Judge until he returns. And then and then, but uh, as far as the Yankees too, they gotta figure out this 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 Aaron this Aaron this um, Aaron Judge um. This Gary Sanchez, they gotta soon sooner or later they gotta figure out what what they're gonna do. They've gotta figure it out because otherwise, otherwise I don't like, I don't like what I've seen from Aaron Judge. I mean Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez. I don't like it, not one bit. And I don't like what I see from this Yankees team. This Yankees team has really gotta play much better baseball than that. Really much baseball, really much baseball. Now with the Mets, now with the Mets, you know, they're playing for the player. They again, I left with this. I left with this program saying this, and I'm gonna say it now. Just give me a reason to give me a reason to go to the games, because at this point, there's no. Honestly, you won't be a lot of empty seats. And whether your whether your your sports go or not, I think this is the best. If you're a man, I think this is the best time to go to a ball game. Honestly, it's gonna be a lot of empty seats. A lot of empty seats until they uh, until David Wright plays his final game. I know to play his final game. And speaking of David Wright, is he retired? Because I got confused. I have to admit, I I I got confused. We did. He was on AAA for two months, correct? And we all thought, oh, he was making progress. 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 But we come to find out he he he's not he's not getting any better. So what do you do? You send him you send him to the big leagues to say, you know, this is this is going to be his final game as a Met. Are you serious? Is he retiring? Because I didn't hear not one thing that say, "Oh, David Wright is retiring." I didn't hear not one thing, not one thing that I say that I say, "Oh, David Wright is retiring." Is he? I don't know, but typical Mets. They don't. They don't tell you where the. Fa- they don't tell you what's going on with their fan base. They don't tell you nothing, but they expect you to be. You know, expect you to tell you, but they don't tell you anything. What is going? What is going on, and so forth. And on that note, that's going to do it for this edition of Drew Mania Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to listen to this episode again, please go to speaker.com and type in the keyword Drew Mania or Drew Mania Live. Or type in Andrew L. Andrew L. Perry. And please follow my show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and iHeartRadio. Until then, this is Andrew Perry always saying to you, Shalom, let peace go with you. And I'll talk to you in the next Drew Mania Live. So long, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. And please stay dry.